Back again. Oh, oh man. Can you feel all that positive energy, oh, Mike? All that sexual yeah. energy. <laughs> like oh, what number of episode are we on? How what are we at right now? Like one hundred and blah blah blah. Just kidding. <laughs> it's I think it's more into the the three hundred range. I think no. We're uh, in the thirties now. We're in a sophisticated thirty. Right. We're in our dirty thirties. We're in we're in our dirty thirties, man. You feel a little we're bit more mature. 30, we're feeling a little bit more mature, but yeah, we still have that I'm wild back. side. I'm not going home with every person I meet at the bar, you know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm getting into my cougar country, you know. <laughs> you know, you're trying to turn over a new leaf, just little, just subtle changes, just a little bit, you know. Trying to make them work for it a little bit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we got another episode coming at you here today mike uh what are we doing today all right yes uh this episode of the nissan nerd podcast we learned that there is no love for the new z in europe also uh, nissan takes its responsibility toward evs very seriously and we're going to learn how and then later on we're going to showcase some exciting new performance goodies uh, that you need to know about here on the Nissan Nerd Podcast coming up. All mm. right. Well, Let's talk a little bit about you. Let's get the uh, the crowd work out of the way and oh. the uh, nitty gritty. What have you been up to? Let's make it fast. All right. Oh, yeah, I know. I don't care. You don't care. <laughs> All right. Nobody cares. Well, aside from that, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've been, uh, what can I say, the last two weeks. Um, I went to Dallas, had a uh, concert to go to. Uh, really? How was, the, uh, how was Bette Midler? Was she still putting on the same <laughs> She still got it. You know, she, <laughs> she I, still got it. I, I, I didn't think, think she – there was a song. I didn't think she was going to do it, but in the encore, second encore, she came back. <laughs> she came back. She came, she came back, back at it. And made my – <laughs> she, she was <laughs> the wind underneath my wings on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, nice. Nice reference. Nice reference. I had so a big concert. Yeah. Good. All right. In a life-changing experience. Did you? Were you that person that did the the flash, where you were on top of somebody else's shoulders? And I was like, <laughs> I was on top of my girlfriend's shoulders. Yeah. Did yeah. you show your your moves or your man boobs to uh to to Mittler? She picked of you out of the course. crowd, and invited you to the back. Is there a story? Uh, as much as I would like to, to be, no, no. But seriously, no. It was a uh, uh, what was it? Mega Hello Tour. They called it. It's been uh, postponed for ye for months, uh, years actually. I uh, saw Weezer, Green Day. Oh, yeah, you saw it, Green Day? Okay. Gotcha. I did. I did. It's been a while. It was good. Enough. Uh, Bette Midler. Enough I, about I think, you. What's that? <laughs> Enough about you. News in 60 seconds. You're done. All right. You're over. Done. How so about you, you man? Concert. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, now you want to talk about me? Now you care about my feelings. Well, I mean, I try to keep up for appearances. You know, go along to get along. Uh, you don't care. You don't care. <laughs> uh, no, not much, man. I'm... 
I'm working on things. I'm building things. I'm breaking things. Everything a good Nissan person should be doing. So buy more stuff than I need. Have more, way more crap than what I probably am ever going to use. Yeah. Boom. Welcome have to at my it, right? World. They, have they, at they, it. Yeah. they say that if you're if you're not breaking things, you're not doing it right. You always got to be pushing in terms I think of performance. They mean that in sex. Wait. <laughs> man, there goes our PG-13 rating. There goes our rating, man. I'm, all right. Well, we got a lot to cover here tonight. Let's uh, let's not make this a uh, <laughs> a trilogy to Lord of the Rings. Let's get this knocked out tonight. But first, um, we actually have uh, to give a shout out to our Facebook folks that are joining on here tonight. I'm on. Um, haven't seen him come on in a while. Thanks, man, for showing up. He was uh, he wanted to make sure everybody knew that he was fizzity first. So <laughs> first to comment, yes, sir. First to comment. All right. <laughs> but yeah, kudos to everybody. I know a bunch of people are going to start dropping comments in here tonight. We'll get to you as we see you. But thanks again for uh, for joining us here tonight. And uh, this is the part of the episode where we give a little shout out to all our friends and family that are out there. There or can't be with us anymore mm-hmm. and I want to give a little shout out and a salute to those in the Nissan family whom we wish good health and those who have we may have lost and want to pay homage to them let's get this started man let's get oh, this yeah, let's get the party going alright well actually we, we, you know what Yeah. I gotta stop the entire show and I gotta tell you about the most the biggest Nissan news that uh, will ever drop, and Mike, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the steering wheel early on in this one. Okay. Right. Okay. Mad. You're doing right. good so far. Yeah. No, don't be mad. Don't be mad. All right. The biggest news to come out of the Nissan world. Yes. I'm dying to know. All right. Drop it. Share it. Share it. Me? I thought it was yours. Oh, yeah. Your screen. Gotcha. Yes. I'm going to share it. Boom. Ready? Miley Cyrus poses pantsless in her new Miley Made Me Gay merchandise on top of a Nissan Armada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a Nissan Frontier. It is true. Um, I don't know if this is going to hurt sales, drive sales. It has not been determined yet. Um, yeah, this was uh, kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> it was, dude. You know. I okay. So uh, first, Miley Cyrus made me realize I am gay. T-shirts uh, apparently are her pitch right now. I don't know why we're pitching these for her, but they're forty-five dollars <laughs> on her website. Uh, but that is the biggest news uh, that I had. And yes, I actually did my job. I did some research this week. Yeah, and uh, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there for all those out there who are in love with not only the uh, Nissan Frontier, sorry, the uh, the Nissan Frontier and the Miley Cyrus uh, woke people. <laughs> Guess what? A new shirt has just been dropped. Just been dropped. The Christmas shopping is, is now resolved for you. All let, right. let, well, let's think about, let's go back to those pictures, man. Let's go back to those pictures. Don't go, worry. No, we're, we're not going back. No, okay. Not, but what I'm thinking is, if this Uh-oh. was, this had to have been an impromptu, advertisement for the shirts. It's like, uh, it was. what yeah. marketing guy, I mean, granted, I, I Again, it's multi-million dollar, you know, platinum selling artists goes out and says, hey, you know what? She must, it must be her car. I'm, I'm going to assume it's, it's their, uh, their, they are Nissan does, owners. She rocks one of these. I heard she's, uh, she's, uh, I wouldn't say she's a Nissan person, but I heard she rocks a, uh, a Nissan. So 
from a friend that I know her. Like, we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a friend who's a stalker at Mighty Cyrus. That's the one. <laughs> a friend of mine is stalking. He knows every car. He goes, dude. Big time Nissan at these. Big time <laughs> Nissan fan. So just throwing that out there. I know you guys, now that we've resolved this big solid news. Now I just thought it was pretty funny. Um, and I was like just running through stupid news. And yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like, of all the things that we don't want to be recognized for is the laziness <laughs> of all the pop stars that exist. All right. Go ruin your career on somebody else's hood. All right. On your else's brand. Next. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Is it my turn? Is that what you're saying, Miles? Uh, yeah, go ahead. News, yeah. Nissan news. All right, all right. So uh, the article I want to share with you uh, this episode, honestly, I'm, I'm going to say – Let me oh, give you a solid Nissan news. Okay. I got to adjust the old and tie here. Yes, boom. All right, let me start off by saying that I found this this article – and I, I loved it. It's exactly the type of article that I look forward to for this podcast. And and let me tell you why. It's it's not exactly mainstream. It's on the most – I mean, it doesn't even look like it's a uh, mainstream website where I found this. It's highly detailed about a topic that's unpopular or maybe typically the, the vast majority of people may not care about this. But um, that and it makes you look really good at dinner parties. You can just – like, yeah, you reiterate this the most minor obscure details in he either. Says the, it makes you look good. I'm gonna say it labels well, yeah. you as a complete. Yes. Well, that's the thing. So me, I'm there smiling and sharing the knowledge that I have. I'm this sponge that's just regurgitating things that I've soaked up, and then all of a sudden they start. They just smile and slowly back away. You know, at, at the mixer party. You know, yep, <laughs> like, yep, where'd everybody yep. go? Let me go ahead and get into it. Let me go ahead and get into it, though. All right. That's uh, I'm gonna add my screen here. Nissan aims to maintain a lead over Tesla and VW in reusing their batteries uh, on uh, used during for their EVs. So, um, are we talking like mid-cycle batteries that we're pulling out of the uh, these units and being repurposed? Yes. Um, so you got to think about that. Nissan, any manufacturer could just sell you a car and not care what happens. Oh, it's your responsibility. It's, you know, as a citizen to recycle the car or components, Nissan is going the extra step and saying, okay, we know these batteries have a life. Where are they going next? And so um, let me, let me get into it. Let me get into it. So specifically we're talking about the Nissan leaf. Okay. So uh, Nissan CEO, Makoto Uchida uh, aims to uh, maintain uh, a lead in reusing these batteries. Uh, for a long time, the Nissan Leaf was the best-selling electric vehicle of all time. Uh, Nissan has sold more than 530,000 Leafs since its release in 2010. So you got to think about that's a, over half a million of these cars and half a million of these batteries roaming the earth. And this car, think about it, it's been out for uh, 11 years now. So with that is a lot of responsibility and Nissan is one of the only car manufacturers to have a vehicle on the road long enough for its batteries to reach the end of their car life. Essentially. Does that make sense? You know, EVs are such a new frontier uh, with uh, relatively speaking that this, this challenge of what to do with old batteries 
this problem is just you know recently becoming more and more of a of a topic. Does that does that sound good to you, Miles? You you following me so far? Oh, I am. I am following you, and I would. Uh, so we're talking about a, a recycle and repurpose campaign. Is what mm-hmm. you're you're pretty much tossing tossing down at me. All right. Yes, so yes, go yes, ahead yes. on your high horse. All right. <laughs> all right? Just because yes. I threw, you know, my styrofoam McDonald's Big Mac cup on the road and made a, a Native American person cry. All right. You're trying to come at me with your reusable yes, batteries. Yes, yes. So what are you so, gonna do with these reusable batteries? Come on. Now. Not what I'm gonna do, it's what the CEO of Nissan's doing. And he's doing a great job, by the way. Let me tell you what he's gonna be doing. Though, but he, not, and I make I make complete kid of it. But it yes. actually is a serious it's a wonderful in the thing. world that we live in now. It is a serious matter that we do need to address for the future. But let's talk about give me uh give me some uh where's the gold at the end of the rainbow? Hit me. Yes, okay. So uh CEO Uchida is coming up with groups that are uh, focusing on repurposing these batteries uh, to give them to give these batteries a second life, uh, essentially that are past their prime, uh, so to speak. You know, just because these batteries aren't strong enough to power a two-ton piece of machinery, uh, you know, autom- automobile, it doesn't mean it's useless. So. Uh, these these multiple uses that they're looking into are it's essentially uh, currently these batteries are being reused as uh, being used to store uh, renewable energy at at convenience stores. Uh, I guess I would assume like your car with freezers or security systems. These batteries are being used for uh, for battery storage. Uh, uh, railroad crossings are being powered by these batteries by these former Nissan batteries. And then also power delivery uh, to robots being used at factories are being uh, are having these renewed batteries, um, uh, these old these Nissan batteries coming into uh, factories. So, um, you know, like I said earlier, Nissan didn't have to do anything like this. They could have just sold you a car and walked away. But they are truly concerned about the environment. And 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 by the way. You know, these lithium ion batteries, lithium being the key word here, it's an element that is not exactly plentiful. It's comparatively rare to to uh, to to pull from the earth and to to process. So if we can uh, repurpose these batteries, somehow rejuvenate them along the way, this needs to be a, a process that happens in the future for all manufacturers. So this article in general is Nissan leading the way uh, it. In that direction of of just being uh, environmentally conscious, conscious and uh, recycling these batteries. Well, Mike, you know I'm very proud of you, honestly. For Are you? Uh, can I finish? Yeah, <laughs> I'm very proud of you for taking the lead on this. this is a very adult article for you, and. Uh, um, I, uh, I know you did tons of research on this, and uh, I want to commend you for uh, for taking the initiative to uh, to bring up the uh, the education level of this program. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it, you said it in the beginning. It is a, this is definitely a nerd article. This one here for yeah, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a complete solid. Yeah, <laughs> I take that with, I take that with pride. <laughs> so kudos to you yeah mike uh very cool i we've talked about this um numerous times we talk about the um 
the alternative energy sources for the new vehicles that are coming out. And that just kind of proves to you what the opportunities are for these uh, batteries in their uh, secondary lives. Um, Amon commented with something pretty good. He said, uh, that's a good lifespan. And comparatively, uh, my RC batteries are changed about every two years. Both use the same type of ba uh, type about the size of D batteries. But uh, yeah, which uh, which is what he's kind of mentioning. You know, yeah. it's crazy that, you know, we're at the precipice. Big word, kids. Precipice. The precipice of what's happening with that industry and what the automotive industry as a whole. So you're going to start to see these batteries find their way, not just from Nissan, but we've talked about this in private, Mike, how you'll start to see batteries like this. And then we've talked about Tesla and the output of what those batteries do yeah. in their secondary lives when they're no yeah. longer within spec. Yeah. So just like everything else that happened to Japan, you know, for those that don't know and want to nerd out, all those people that bought JDM engines within the last 10 years, remember the reason why those JDM engines were plentifully available? Because they hit a certain mileage marker on yeah. them. And guess what? The 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 government actually made those engines mm -hmm. be pulled and either rebuilt or you need to buy a new engine, which is why there was such a plentiful amount of engines availability and also the used market, which we kind of bought here in uh, the U.S. We benefited so, from uh, it for sure. Yeah, so benefited. So we're probably at that point where we're going to start seeing secondary batteries. I don't know if they'll make their way across the ocean, but it may be a thing. You know, it may be they may be sold to uh, other third markets. You know, well, that well, may be a whole business. So, true. True. And I think, you know, but even from previous episodes, we've talked about Nissan and EVs where uh, they just Nissan just opened up uh, or are breaking ground on a, their uh, was it in Sunderland, uh, Great Britain that they're having. Yeah, a thought, great, I brought that up about four for, for EVs where they yeah. where they just dumped a ridiculous amount of money into a factory in the UK yeah. um, for the development of the, some of that stuff. So, so. so what we're seeing, like you said, is that, you know, similar to how we had engines from Japan, you know, say in the nineties and two thousands, even currently we are still getting them. Um, you know, since then these manufacturing plants and, and these Japanese car manufacturers are becoming more of a worldwide uh, producer, you know, they're not just all just made in Japan anymore. So um, I think we'll start seeing this, uh, maybe even an uprise of even third party battery repurpose or uh, uh, refurbish plants as well. Um, yep, yep. And that, I think it's going to be a, a really good, um, a very green thing to do uh, for the world. So uh, yeah. Oh, well, thank you for uh trying to assist on this one captain planet um in the meantime i want to mention a ro um a little comment uh mr sean buck of course he replied with what he replied with and he goes of course we can take these batteries and repurpose them sex robots <laughs> imagine having a uh yeah, nissan leaf batteries re <laughs> powering <laughs> Powering. Smiles yeah. to the gallon or smiles to the charge there? I don't... <laughs> How many smiles to the gallon for that sex robot? All right, moving along. And there we go. We're losing PG rating by the by the moment. All by right? the moments. All right, moving on. So uh you actually have a job to do, Mike. You gotta throw a little bit of uh news in 60 <sighs> seconds. 
Come on, man. I do, I do, I do. All right, so typically what we like to do is that... You're the only guy I got that can do this. Let's do it. That's right. I am the only guy that can do it. (laughs) Until I find somebody better. Go on. Okay, got to earn my keep. Got to earn my keep. Ready? Earn that keep. Got to be worthy of my salt. All right, all right, all right. So, so again, just to reiterate, we want to do news in 60 seconds here. Uh, Essentially, there are always so many stories happening on a weekly and bi-weekly basis. We can't cover them all in depth as much as we'd like. So we're going to cover these. Essentially, it's a flash round. Uh, a bunch of details coming at you very quickly. We call it news in 60 seconds. Uh, you want to go ahead and time me, Miles? I will time you and go. All right. Uh, add to sh- what? Ready? Okay. Three, two, one, go. All right. So uh, the European Union Union has killed the 400Z. This comes from Drive Tried. Essentially, the new production Z will not be offered in Europe. Uh, specifically, what? yes, there are specifically two factors cited in this from a statement from Nissan. They had said essentially that a shrinking sports car market and specific emission regulations mean that Nissan is unable to build a viable business case for the introduction of the production Z car in Europe. You so, know what? Mm-hmm. We're going to have to stop being friends with the British. That's it. Or the I, whole Europe. That's it. You know, That's it. You're out. You know why? Why? You're done. Shame. 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 <laughs> well, you know, I was trying to think you about got, the. You got, you got five seconds rebuttal. I was actually pretty happy about it because this is actually one of the vehicles that America gets that other countries don't. And you're that done. doesn't happen all the time. Next. Boom. Next. All right. Next one here. Next. We've got. Right, moving on. Go on. Uh, also, as part of our news in 60 seconds, the uh, New York International Auto Show has been canceled for 2021. This just was announced today. Uh, this article that you see is from Car and Driver. Uh, the reason for this cancellation is due to the COVID Delta variants and the increasingly stringent restrictions happening in New York City. Uh, initially, the production Z was to uh, not debut, but to attend the New York Auto Show. Since it's canceled, not going to be the case. However, it does not. This cancellation does not affect the reveal of the Z car. The Z car is also being revealed in New York, but it is more of a private and at a different location. So uh, it's actually happening three days before the New York Auto Show would have would have opened. So for those who are worried about the new production Z car and its debut, don't worry. The show Two, one. I'm done. Done. Next one. Next. All right. <laughs> All right. Give me a second. I'm trying to figure. Get my, there you go. Come on. Get, hurry up. Faster. Lose Next one mind. here. All right. Also from the Nissan CEO, Makoto Uchida, he says that Nissan cannot be optimistic about the ongoing chip shortage. This comes from CNBC, essentially saying that uh, Uchida said that Nissan is expected to reduce its production by half a million units in 2021 as a result of this chip shortage. There are many complexities that do with this, that deal with this. It's not, uh, there are many factors that led to this shortage. So it's not a matter of more supply. It's, it's multiple things. Uh, if you factor in increased demand plus a pandemic, uh, plus, uh, you, you have a, uh, a shortage of factories that make these advanced chips. 
Uh, many factories nine, make chips, but to make them eight. as advanced as these cars require, there are not there are increasingly less um, uh, increasingly less chip manufacturers at that point. Now, by the way, uh, personally, as a manufacturer uh, working at an auto Let, car manufacturer, give you an extra five seconds because I like your face. Go. As a car manuf- being in the car manufacturing industry, I have heard that this shortage could last up until mid twenty twenty two. My personal notes from that. How about oh. that? Is that Working everything? On it. Oh, no, I got two, two more. Two more. All right, come on, let's go. Six right, next one. And now, go. Go. All right. Now, despite what I just said about these shortages, Nissan still posted record profits in the second quarter of 2021. The operating profit reached $689 million for the second quarter of 2021. That's pretty impressive, Miles, if I say so myself. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) Now, Now, keep in mind, though, second quarter for Nissan, the market analysts had predicted a loss for Nissan and here they come back with close to 700 million dollars in profit operating profit so that's a big uh, uh slap in the face to any analysts that many of them got them wrong so props to Nissan you still haven't got any that. money on this show we're still rolling on <laughs> we got oh, our... we're still rolling on a Bud Light budget come on <laughs> Nissan throw us five dollars we're starving here baby we're starving but um, going to the notes um yeah that's great i'm gonna stop it here i'm gonna uh, stop the timer here for a second but yeah man i i found this article too as well and you talk you and i talked about this over the last seven maybe ten episodes right before covid hit we started talking about this we talked about how nissan was making changes for a business plan pre-COVID and that they were going to be in a much better position when things started changing. And here we are. We're starting to see it now, baby. We're starting to see it. What is this? Q3? This is a uh, quarter three for financials. I've been watching yep. the stock on them. They've been doing really good, especially after the announcement of that. I yes. just Nissan, everybody, all my Nissan fam to listen here. You're doing great. You're doing great. I I actually did the numbers. I, I crunched the numbers before the show here. Oh, since, yeah, me. yeah. Since the announcement, since Nissan made the announcement of their profits, their stock has gone up nine percent since then. Nine percent increase in hmm, stock in the last uh, four now. days. Good job. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep making money, Nissan. I'll get my money back. Well, put my kid through college. Good job. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the notes here. We. We'll, and I'll let you plan for the next one. All right. What do you got here? I, I'm seeing them here with you as well. Uh, let's see. It's it, <laughs> it's kind of PG or not let's go PC. With, yeah. Let's see. John <laughs> Basergia uh, says six robots can make chips during the day. I'm assuming they make chips by the day. They're <laughs> they have a secondary. Um, a secondary usage at night. I like where his head's at because quite honestly, <laughs> that's reuse and recycle. Moving along, uh, <laughs> Nissan could do a campaign, buy a leaf, and when you pay for it, free sex robot. God damn it, Sean Buck. All right. <laughs> All right. No more sex robot talk. <laughs> Hopefully this next article, Mike, your last one is not about sex robots. Moving uh, on, I'm going to give you 60 seconds on the clock. No sex robot talk. Boom, hit me. <laughs> Okay. Uh, surprisingly, this one has to deal with Ford, and uh, you let me know what you think about this. Ford has patented the phrase "skyline" in the U.S., and of course, we all know that 
the term skyline is very much uh, in illegal grounds or not. This the word skyline is very much tied to Nissan. So it was a little odd as why Ford would do this. This actually happened a day after the Nissan had filed for the Fair Lady Z uh, patent or, or trademark in the U.S. So it really makes you wonder why Ford, you know, did this. It's either a um, oh 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 uh, either they're planning to use the name on an upcoming model, or they're just being a massive troll on the situation. <laughs> I think. Uh, I did. I did see here that um, th- th- with this article that you see here from Nostalgic Car, Japanese Nostalgic Car, awesome. uh, Ford did use the name, and like the last time they used it was in 1959 for the Ford Galaxy Skyliner. Skyliner. Uh, so it really is sort of a stretch, but I think overall the lesson that you need to learn from this article is, as a car manufacturer, whether you're using past names or not, whether or not you intend to use them in the future. Just get them patented, get them trademark in your name because you've got anybody can come in and just be a weasel and just take it from you. And this, what I, I truly consider is just being a troll move, you know. So we'll see in the future whether or not Ford actually uses it. Honestly, I think whether or not they do, the uh, collective car enthusiast community as a whole will give it the, uh, how you said, shame. That's the, that's, they're going to say shame oh, on uh, yeah, Ford. Nissan, come on, man. I mean, get all your stuff together. Spend the thirty nine ninety five to patent that stuff for the year and call it a day. Just get on the internet. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man. You just go on there and point and click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. <laughs> so get it done. Come on now. You patent everything else. Let's get this done. So moving along. All right. But good so news. That, yes, 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 yes. Now that concludes our news in 60 seconds, Miles. We're doing pretty good. Honestly, now let's just say the last episode we had was literally our longest podcast ever. And here we go. We've you know gone why? through news. You know why? Why? Because you nerded out last time. And we, we nerd did. out all the like time. What? That's what we do. So, but guess what? I'm not going to let you nerd out. I'm not going to let you ruin this for everybody. All right? All right? Jesus. It's the <laughs> nerd podcast. What a, What else are we going to do? But yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving down the line, we are keeping on track. We're staying on schedule. We're staying on schedule. We're staying on schedule. And with that, uh, actually, let me take the steering wheel here, man. So I got to share sure. something with you. It's not really that it? all that much difference. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wrong, wrong one? Oh, hey no, there. No, no, Let him on. Oh, my God. We're letting 510 Bend Oregon on. What's going on? <laughs> How's <laughs> it going, guys? Hey. <laughs> welcome 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 yeah. to the show so you are a special guest on here today now you are a special guest on here why because you have something cool coming up you want to talk about it because we have dotson's around bend coming up august 27th <laughs> through the 29th out in beautiful <laughs> central oregon a uh, wonderful three-day event we've got a morning show on saturday from nine to one out at over the edge tap house in crooked river ranch oregon and uh it's a great time it's a it's a camp out it's a get together it really brings the northwest dotson community together now you have been doing this for seven years now this is the seventh annual dotson's around bend this year how did it start man give it up um how did it start it it started out just a camp out among friends uh, we'd all meet up at like the big Camby event. We'd go to Blue Lake and burn in the sunshine for a little while over in the Portland area. 
and we're like, hey, let's all get together and have like a camping trip and like not be so official about a show and just go have a good time for the weekend and still do things that we love. So that's kind of how it all started out. And Central Oregon is a really beautiful area and we didn't necessarily want to do it in town. So we made it around Bend. So every year it's in a different location somewhere in Central Oregon so that folks can come out to Central Oregon and really check out the area and get a different perspective each time they come. So how many how many days is this year's event? Tell us about it. Uh, it starts on Friday night. We set up camp. Uh, Saturday morning we usually do a show uh, followed by a fun run, and then we gather back at camp to tell stories and do a community barbecue and – some Nissan lies, shenanigans all night and just tell horsepower lies and everything else. Yeah, it's it's really a good years. time. So, um, what's your what's the plan? What, what how are you going to get to ten years? Uh, how is that going to be looking like for the future? Is it, it seems like everything's growing because I watched it last year. I found your page on I, and I've I just reached out to you in a, in a in a blitz and I'm like, hey, you got an event. I was uh, somebody else. I knew your poster had come out and I was like, let's talk about it. This is what we're about. We're all about a community here at the Nerd right. Podcast. And I was like, let's promote it. I said, let's yeah. talk about it, man. So you've been doing it for seven years now. You got a great event. What are your guys like? What's your staff like? Um, slim. What's the feeling? <laughs> it's very <laughs> slim. Um, oh, our local, everything starts off small. Our, our local yeah. crew has been in and out, up and down. You know, like most Nissan guys and Datsun guys, one season their car runs, the next season it doesn't. Um, so there's yep. just a, there's just a handful of us that really put this together and, uh, we really do manage to scrape up a really good crowd. Um, even last year with all the COVIDs going on and the last minute stuff, we still had 25 cars. Like that was, nice. that, that was great. Our average is 40 to 60 cars and around yep. 80 to hundred participants. To get forty or sixty Dotsons running at one particular time, yeah, it's like uh, it's like the moon and the sun and the planets have to align at the same time. So, uh, yeah, or you could all load them on one truck, one big eighteen wheeler, and just bring them in. Like, yeah. Uh, but now we, me and Mike are Dotson fanatics. We've got a yes. lot of other Dotson fanatics on six twenty uh, showing, yeah. um, showing the love and spreading the love. And yeah, we just I, I really wanted to take a moment to kind of talk about your uh, your event and give you guys the uh, at seven years you deserve the respect and the shout out for uh, for having well, and holding. Your, me, and, me and Mike have Absolutely. ran events in the past, and we know what it's like. And yeah. I, I, we hope that this year is going to be a great event for you. And yeah. we're definitely going to try to promote it for you as much as we possibly yes, can. Yes, we will. It, yes, we will. It, it really it really should be a great event. Uh, we're, our base camp is on private property this year. Uh, so we don't have to worry about getting kicked out or security coming by and saying, hey, you can't do that out here. So it, it's a good time. Um, yeah, anyone would like to attend. Is, uh, it's an issue. <laughs> yeah. For, for anyone that would like to attend, uh, I would highly encourage them to RSVP. Dotsons around bend at gmail.com. Let us know you're coming. Uh, we've got t-shirts, stickers. It's, it's a good time. It's uh, 20 bucks for camping, five bucks for dinner. Uh, it's, it's a really good event. Well, and you, uh, you also have a great fa uh, Facebook page, right? And are you inviting oh, people you. to kind of log on and talk about that as well? You've been going with that for a number of years too, as well, right? Uh, yeah, Five Ten Bender has been in operation for about eight years now. 
Um, that's about how long I've had my 510. And uh, it's kind of been, it started out the journey of my 510 and has moved into kind of this Dotson documentary. Uh, we have a we have a term that we use called Dotsoning Done Right. Um, I cruise down to the Route 66 JDM show every year uh, from Bend, Oregon, down to Williams, Arizona. And along the way, meet up with my buddy Patrick Smith of High Impact Motorsports out in Las Vegas. And uh, we've always managed to sync up and have a good time with that too. So um, you can follow me at 510 Bendor on Facebook and Instagram. Very cool, man. Well, thank you again for coming on for a few minutes to talk about it. We will have the information um, about that event at the end of this episode. Yes, We're also going to post it on our uh, Nissan Nerd page as well. Hey, man, best of luck. Yeah. This, Excellent. This. If I can get Mike Dude. D off his off his fat tail, we're coming next year. Right. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, guys. Right, I appreciate yes. you having me on. Of course, thanks man. For on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. Thanks so much, man. Yeah. Thanks, Cheers. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, Very dude, cool. Yeah, sorry, Mike. Seven, I didn't want to drop a surprise on you, but seven years—seven years—that's yeah. that is definitely a feat. Because I mean, you know, we did ours. We after, did this for a decade. Yeah. After year three or year, typically it's year three. You start to really question, or you know, you start to ask yourself, okay, how, where is this going? You know, you and, question uh, your life, life choices. <laughs> yeah. But you seven know, years. I really like, want to keep doing this for, for another five or ten years. <laughs> Does anybody get any enjoyment out of this? You know, like a lot of questions and, come into play, and obviously this this guy's been through it just like us, and and he's forging ahead. Uh, that is, it, 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 and, really and kudos cool. to him. You know, and I, I love to support the small business and the small community stuff because if you don't, it doesn't exist. And these are the type of things we need to do to support these grassroots events. Um, again, we'll have all their information up on the website. Um, now, from here, we need to take a break for a minute from events. I just wanted to feature that real quick. Yes, we got to talk about motorsports real quick, Mike. We do. So we got to go through the line of it. So okay. Super GT. Uh, let me show you what I got going on for so Super GTs. Alrighty. Uh, oh, Hit me. There you All go. Right. All Unfortunately, right. Super GT. Not much really happened. We had our round of four that we talked about. For those that don't remember, it was round one, two, round four got thrown in before round three because of everything that was happening with COVID and the uh, the local um, uh, Japanese. Uh, I would say the upper epsilon basically shut it down for the area. Yeah. They basically put them on lockdown. So they went ahead with round four round three for the Suzuka circuit um, is actually um, going to be set for the 21st of this month. So by the time the next episode come out, we'll be talking about the results from uh, the, um, the super GT uh, GT 300 GT 500 at Suzuka that are happening. But unfortunately right now, I don't got much for you other than that happened last time. If you want the results from last um from round three, guess what? I'm not around four. I'm not going to give them to you because they came to you last time. So I'm not going to repeat this. All right. So get off my back. Okay. Okay. Mike, I got you. Mike, you got a lot going on. Um, I know Formula E was a hell of a hell of a two drives. Boom. Hit me. Talk about Dude, it. Dude, it was a roller coaster. Okay. You want to get into Formula E? Yes, it was. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let this play in the background as I as I typically like to do. This is uh, what you're seeing here. Uh, for those of you on social media, is round twelve. Uh, 
here in London. So yeah, uh, round 12 and 13 of Formula E. Uh, this was a doubleheader uh, night race, uh, a pair of night races happening in, Lon- uh, in London, uh, July 24th and 25th. I believe this was the maybe the second night race of the season. Uh, those are they're, especially during the summer. It's so hot. It's very very uh, convenient. Uh, and this track, this may be a first, but it was partially indoors. If you look behind you, they're actually inside like a huge warehouse or a, or a stadium. Uh, it's relatively low low ceiling here, so I believe it's more of a warehouse. But uh, I'm going to let this play in the background though. But uh, round 12, let's talk about the Nissan Edams team. Of course, our two drivers, Sebastian Buemi and Oliver Rolland. Uh, let's talk about Buemi first. Buemi did a very, very great start. He qualified uh, in third place. Uh, and throughout the entire race, honestly, he defended that position wonderfully up until about the 12 minutes before the race ended. Uh, essentially, he ended in uh, P4, uh, fourth place. Uh, in his position, though, but consistent throughout the entire race was really, really good uh, uh, at round 12. Now, Oliver Rolland, he qualified 21st and uh, essentially uh, very consistently climbing up the ranks. You, you might even see here, he, he really is weaving through these other drivers, slowly, slowly creeping up. He actually made it up to uh, P10. Uh, nice. It was Which very, is not very good. Rolling because he's been kind of dominating for the season for the yes. most part. Yes. You know, and and you know they always say that your teammate is your first competitor, right? So <laughs> it's just like, and Boemi's kind of been in. I wouldn't say he's been in the shadow because Boemi's definitely a seasoned driver. He's definitely the senior to uh, Rollin because he's a fairly new driver to the season. So I mean. Yes. It's kind of exciting to see Boemi, I wouldn't say coming out of his shell, but doing what he does best. Because if you've ever seen him in action, like on his best drives, that guy can kick some tail. And uh, and I will say this, that, um, you know, it, it, it didn't finish the way that we wanted it to, but I'll say it's not always how you win. It's sometimes it's the, the entire fight that you had in that, that, uh, that series. And that was a hell of a drive for that one. I watched it. It really was. Now here is the roller coaster part about round 12. And I think you, you know where I'm going with this. I know where you're going. (sighs) This is so disheartening though, man. But after finishing P4 and P10, Nissan essentially brought home 14 points to uh, as a constructor for the first uh, round here, round 12 of the weekend. However, both team drivers were disqualified for energy overuse. Again, this isn't the first time. Does everybody hate us? Do they just hate Nissan at this thing? Because I swear to God, we (laughs) always get slapped on the hands with this damn disqualify, or we use too much power. You know, they're always like, use too much power. Can we get to shut you down? You don't see this going down in Formula, which is why people don't give you the respect. (laughs) Now, I did. Suck it up. Yeah. You know? Now, I did find an article, Miles, uh, that kind of try to figure out why, how is this happening again, right? I mean, not, it's not always, not every team uh, makes this error, you know, more than once uh, in a given season. Uh, from what I've been, from what I've read, though, there was supposedly a software glitch uh, in the car's program. And essentially, um, yeah, it's called it, the, uh, it's called the gas pedal. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. They, 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 they said they literally uh, they spent one one hundredth of a kilowatt too much. It's this how much more that they spent. 
But rules are rules. They were disqualified, so they lost the 14 points that they would have taken home. Conspiracy theories. I'm going to do all kinds of weird. You know how they I have it out for it, man. Yeah, right. People have, have it out for us. They just don't like his face. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, now, now well, let's let's not so, forget. Let's talk about this round. How did it finish out? So overall, right. Uh, well, essentially for for round twelve, uh, the two drivers, Buemi and Rowland, were disqualified. Now, if you're referring to round thirteen, the following day, also a night uh, night race, uh, Buemi qualified second. Uh, he had a collision early in the race, but he he kept going. Um, however, uh, he did finish in uh, P13. Uh, now, Rowland... He back that whole reign. He really did. Up. So, you got to... Yeah. Um, uh, pretty well. Now, Rowland qualified 11th. Uh, now, he, he kept... Uh, I'm sorry. He qualified second. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I got my two guys. Yeah. <laughs> Round 13. But when we qualified 11th and finished 13th, uh, he did have that collision early in the race. Rowland uh, qualified second, and he really was being very, very aggressive as a uh, uh, you know P2 position. He was really pushing the leader uh, to get ahead. However, um, about 20 minutes left into the race, he did have a collision, uh, essentially having a steering issue as a result. Um, he di- he was able to finish. However, he did get pushed all the way back into uh, uh, P18. Uh, so not very good. Uh, both in, in round 13, both drivers uh, essentially. Uh, sorry about that. Both drivers essentially um, finished the race. They didn't overuse any power. However, uh they did not score any points. There were no points to be scored from from uh, from Nissan. Well, this late in the season, it's going to be what it's going to be at this point. We can actually just try to put our best foot forward. And, you know, kudos to them. They're still doing a great job. You know, it hasn't been the worst season. Um, and I'll take it. You know, we're still a really good, strong presence on the field. So, hey, it is what it is. So um, I'm going to take the lead from this point, Mike. Um, the Centra Micro Cup Series that's going down in Canada. We've been talking about this for a hot minute. Um, so you and I saw the first and second. Uh, we talked about it on the last episode. Let mm-hmm. me share this with you. But, um, you know, I was expecting a lot of the results. I was expecting new videos. Everything to come on the, uh, the social media um, mm-hmm. network. But guess what? We didn't get nothing, man. I, I've been searching high and low for round three and four that just dropped for the Centra Micro Cup, or excuse mm-hmm. me, the Centra and the Micro Cup series. I got nothing other than the results. So guess what? You're going to have to go back and watch the last episode again. And why, if you want to watch some, <laughs> some uh, footage, and then yeah. maybe by the next time we do this, maybe I'll have some footage from round three, four, five, and six. I'll owe you one, uh, <laughs> Nissan nerds. All right. But let me sure. at least go through the round three and four. July 24th, July 25th, with the last round that went through, was at Circuit Mont Treblanc. Yeah. I didn't take any French class in high school. Wow. It. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, Let's talk about uh, how the class went down. Let's see here in round. Oh, God. I just got out of what I wanted to get into. Hold on. 
All right. The results, and I'm just going to give you the Centra Cup results that came out this last time. Um, surprisingly, and I'm going to I'm going to show you an interesting result here, Mike. So round three, um, the top place driver was a Jesse Lazar, and I want you to keep your eye on something here. A Kevin okay. King came in second, had the best time lap for round three. All right. Round four, which was the next day, because these are consecutive back to backs. Round four was Jesse Lazar. He took first place, but Kevin King came up in second lap. Now, I started to look at that, and I was like, how is he doing on points? Round one, Kevin King uh, had the best lap, and he was in second place. Round two, Kevin King, best lap, and he was in second place. So I'm like, how are these guys standing right now overall, right? Kevin Mm -hmm. King, second place consecutively and best lap, all four races, he's at the le- top of the leaderboard for, uh, King. for the driver points. Interesting. Yeah, and Gabriel and LMP apparel. And, as he, yeah. yeah. And you said Jay Lazar? And, and that is Kevin King. Well, yeah. Jay, Jay Lazar run first place. So right now it's going to be a pretty strong fight for the points. Coming up in round, uh, that's going to be round five and six. Um, So you've got Jesse Lazar in the door doctor motorsports in action. um, Centra. And then Gavin Sanders, keep an eye on him too. Well, and the fat bastard burrito. (laughs) (laughs) What a name. What a name. Hell of a name. All right. Kudos to him. We'll uh, try to keep you updated on on the uh, next event that comes out for that. Fat bastard. That's pretty cool. No, I I see a a rivalry happening here, man. I mean, granted, it's still so early in the season, but hey, you can, it's, it's very clear what's happening. You know, who's coming out on top. So yeah, you can continue to check out the, uh, the event and the page. Hopefully they'll start dropping some social media stuff here soon at the uh, YouTube slash microcup TV or centricup.com now yep now i think we're getting into a special segment uh at this point mike staying on task staying on time i think we got ourselves a little um uh point Mm -hmm. in the show where we need to talk about the uh shut up and take my money is that about right yes it is money yeah. All right. Woo. Well, we got some new products for you that we found on the interwebs that we think you guys might be interested in. All right. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> I have the first one, don't I? Yes, you do have the first one. Show me all right. what you got. Now, this one uh, I want to show you guys is uh, is very exciting. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it some more here. Now, this seems to be uh, a project that's been ongoing that is finally making its way uh, in very limited quantities into the market. Uh, it's going to be fairly um, a fairly complex uh, sale, but it can be done, and let's talk about it here. So we're going to be talking about the Dotson Works KN20 dual overhead cam cylinder head for the L-Series uh, Dotson uh, yeah, uh, you know, S30, 240s. Yeah, this just came out here recently, at least as far as we know. And um, yeah, me and Mike both caught wind of this at the same time. And Mm -hmm. we thought it was pretty damn cool. So Mike, give me me the deets. Shoot me. me. I'm going to go ahead and put this here in the back here. Uh, Let's go for it. Uh, Details here. Um, So um, 
I've shared a few pictures. So this this project has been under development for a, a very, very long time. Uh, essentially, this is a dual overhead cam for the L-Series uh, engine. Uh, I think for those who know, the L-Series engine was always a single overhead cam engine. Now, there have been manufacturers in the past that have offered um, a dual overhead cam in, uh, head for this engine. It's it's quite a bit of engineering to, to convert from a single overhead cam to a dual overhead cam. Uh, previously, the company that had been able to do it was the, the OS Gaiken uh, out of Japan. Uh, a very amazing build. I think you can see it here. Now, it's very, very expensive. It's beautiful to look at, and it's got a, you know, uh, very beautiful to look at, but it's very expensive. If you look here at the bottom, 6.2 million yen, which is actually uh, about $57,000 uh, US. Uh, $57,000 you can convert your 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 l your your single cam l engine to a dual overhead cam i don't know about you miles but that's a lot <laughs> uh yeah i mean that's kidney selling money right there yeah, yes definitely. yes i now, i remember i saw the original head and there was a there was a dual overhead cam and i know we're gonna nerd out for just a quick yes, second we are. wasn't the always geeking head to the best of my knowledge, was not the first head to ever be a dual overhead cam. There was an option that was available in Japan for a few people that were out there. Rocky Auto had had them magically from time to time. You had places like Ultimate Z Garage got them from time to time. But they were few and far between, and they were basically hen's teeth, if you could find them, right? Yes, yes. So then we were craving them for the longest time best part of 12 years mike i think so then we okay. got wind of the os geekin one but then we're like great we got the os geekin one and then they're just like well hold your horses there chief we're gonna take your legs out from underneath you yeah and we were just like god damn os geekin <laughs> now you're raping me on your head it is an amazing product right. but you know only drug lords and uh, and uber wealthy people that shoot their kids into into space right now yes. for fun are uh, are can purchase something like that for the common man like us mm -hmm. you probably ain't gonna be able to afford it. But now yep. I heard the price point on this stuff is closer to don't that, don't say it don't say it. I'm, get, get, it's my article, not yours, isn't it? Damn it! Oh yeah, that's right. That's oh right. yeah, that's right. Okay, yes, so we mentioned OS Gaiken in the first place just to tell you what it's been like for the last 5-10 years to get a dual overhead cam engine uh, for the L-Series motor. Now, Dotson Works has come in with their version, which we're talking about now. Now, this head, I've got a series of pictures I want to share with you guys anyway. Uh, let's go for it. Essentially, it was, first of all, it began as a model, uh, essentially deriving its design techniques from a Honda K20 engine surprisingly you know uh now all <laughs> nissan aside the, the 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 honda k20 engine is very capable uh a, a good benchmark so it was their choice to do that uh getting into it here next pictures you start seeing more of the cad work that went through into this project so you see here a cad of the valve covers and cylinder head here you're looking at what's actually happening what they're doing they're taking that timing chain from a single overhead cam uh, and, and made a custom sprocket. And then with the camshaft sprockets, they're actually from Tomei. This kit has Tomei uh, sprockets here. And essentially, that's that conversion to dual overhead cam. Uh, let's move it a little bit forward here. It, it does feel very Honda-ish. Yeah, I mean... You're, you're an ex-Honda person? Well, I yes. shouldn't say that because 
if ah, we are ever at an event, you're probably going to get hung. But guess what? I could use a new co-host. But anyway, <laughs> it does feel very, it does feel very Honda-ish looking at it. Um, and then it's kind of masked in this really cool valve cover. But uh, I, all right, I'm okay, going to stop okay. talking. Your article, go. Now let's just say this. Now here is the kit that you're seeing here. This is from Dotson Works. Uh, they currently have two. Uh, daily driven 240Zs that are uh, essentially trialing uh, their soft uh, this this kit uh, doing amazingly well. Uh, now let you know this kit uh, currently they're making 492 horsepower at 8,000 RPMs uh, with Damn. this kit. Amazing numbers. This is all motor, dude. All I'll motor. Take I'll take that Honda engine. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. 360 pound feet. Pound feet of torque. That's at six thousand RPMs. Now let's just put this into comparison. The factory L twenty eight engine was making one hundred and seventy one horses at fifty six hundred RPMs and one hundred and sixty three pounds of torque. So this is well over over two times as much uh, uh, horsepower that you're getting. I mean, this is and, and it's 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 daily drivable. You can actually drive this thing on a daily basis. Uh, I'm gonna quote I'm gonna quote Lance from Fast and the Furious. Yes. Somebody put in the range time. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty cool though. I will say that yes. that's a hell of a development if the numbers are true. I mean cool. Yes. Now okay so now we we've mentioned where it came from. We mentioned the horsepower differences. We know this is going to be a limited production. Uh now let me say this let's get into the price miles. You mentioned uh, how much, right, how, me, how much, hit me with the number. How much would I pay for this? Is that what you're going to do? Yes. How much would you pay for this? Ooh, you personally. I was always bad at prices, right? I'm going to say, and I, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to act like I'm a rich person by saying this big number right now, but mm -hmm. I can tell you just from experience and seeing things that roll down the line, I'm going to say the 12,000 mark. You can say twelve. That's pretty. That's pretty decent. I mean, you got to think about it. It's you know, machine, uh, low volume cast, still machine, machine heads, cams, and all that. Yeah. Twelve thousand. Now let's but just again, compare. Materials are destroyed right now because of COVID. So God, we're nerdy. Uh, you got to You got to You got a premium because of materials, right? Because of premium. All right, hit me. Hit me. So instead of the fifty-seven thousand dollar OS Geiken kit, you can get a very similar and very capable kit from Dotson Works for the low, low price of fifteen thousand dollars US. That is a seventy-five percent savings, uh, comparatively speaking. <laughs> Still rather high, but if I had the money, man, yeah. I wish I had a Sanford and Son uh, thing because I'd be like, I'm coming, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that, but yeah, it's still a little out of the. Uh, you know what is it? What do they always say that uh, competition drives price? So. Yeah. Maybe somebody else is out there working on a similar thing to where we start getting to where miles is ten to twelve thousand price range would probably be where it's where it needs to be. Think about I think it. if you price this re re realistically at ten, yeah, twelve. Well, right, right, right. And granted, at least on my radar, as a actual product offering from a company, this is to me like the second or third offering. I mean, and this is you know well over it's it's 50 years since the engine debuted so i mean <laughs> i i can't imagine there being much much more um developers i mean if they do yes definitely cut down that price okay. um fifteen thousand dollars again 75 percent less than the the nearest competitor at least 
from what we could tell here uh, on our radar. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, still very much a lot, uh, a, a lot of money, cool. and that's just for the head. That's not including the block or the car, for God's sake. Um, but uh, that that S thirty chassis with a bunch of holes in it, and it's just like kill me, well do metal into me, please. Anyway, um, stop yeah. drifting me. Anyway, um, yes, yeah. yes. So with its ar- ar- with its poor arthritic sheet metal from nineteen, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, kudos, nice find, man. Um, yeah. We talked about it. I have something else too that I would also like to share with you. Okay. All what right. Now, your turn. I what do you got? Something too for sh- uh, for shut up and take my money as well. Um, yeah. This is not quite as expensive, but something that was pretty cool. Uh, this product comes out. Mike, give me the steering wheel. Uh, this actually came out from uh, Harmon Restoration. Um, they've been making a few little cutesy things from here and there, but they actually dropped something out that I thought was pretty darn cool the other day. Um, and it was uh, a plug and play emblem churn signal LED kit. And you're like, what is that about? So check it out. That's so it's actually fancy. a turn signal that's built into the uh, the little vent panel that's there on the S30s in the um, in the Z emblem that's there. Mm-hmm. So looks pretty good. Cool, now, yeah, I mean, you're taking modern turn signal, you know, fashion. I mean, the 350Z didn't have turn signals in the emblem. The 370 did. So you're kind of taking that 370Z sort of. Um, uh approach uh and, and putting it there on a c pillar uh the turn signal that looks pretty looks pretty fancy and it's a plug and play no soldering nothing, play, yeah. nothing major that's that's a that's a hell of a deal yep yep i think it's pretty cool man i mean i i it's just something small and detailed you know some will be some will say it's not a purist thing and you can wrestle with that and then some people will say hey you know what it's bringing modern advancement to it and i you know the Nissan, excuse me, the insurance adjuster in me is going to say, hey, you know what? It's another level of safety. Screw it. I'll take it. Now, whether it's legal or not that far behind the uh, driver's window, I couldn't tell you. But it is something pretty damn cool. And at the price point that it's coming in at, um, yeah. you know, it's not too bad. $15,000? Um, not $15,000. <laughs> go a little lower. $900. Um, <laughs> move your decibels around. It's actually $150 shipped. Yeah, so not bad. It's not, it's not bad. Um, but look at the kit with what you get, and then you'll get an idea of what it's at. You can check it out at Harmon Restoration. I found them on Facebook. Uh, with any type of monkey pushing on keep buttons, you should be able to find them through the Facebook channel. Let them know that we sent you. There's no discount. There's no discount. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no Nissan, their discount. But yeah, kudos. So, uh, yeah, that was everything that I had for it. Now, you and me, um, actually, we, we haven't done one of these in a while where we talked about a car feature. Yes. And you and I talked about it, and we're like, hey, do you want to do a car feature? We haven't done a really cool one in a while. You found one, and I found one. Yep. And collectively, they were almost the same one. We were we were in the same model series because mm-hmm. we're jonesing for one of these cars. Mike, take it away. I am. I am. Now, um you know, I was thinking about it. I am a big fan of this car, and I'm really surprised I haven't mentioned it as much on this podcast before. But uh, and things are not very many people know about this car. And what I'm talking about here is the Nissan Pulsar GTIR. Uh, it wasn't sold in the states, uh, essentially uh, Japan, maybe Europe. 
But imagine, uh, again, if you can see here uh, on the screen, uh, imagine a two-door hatch that is, uh, first of all, very lightweight, turbocharged, all-wheel drive, and generally unassuming. I mean, at least with the... Uh, now, granted, the, the feature we have here is pretty, uh, and pretty that, bold. And that's in stock but, trim, right? Yeah. That, but that well, is a factory model, hood. Yes, factory hood, factory uh, rear spoiler. Yeah, and th this model's in stock trim. It's already an impressive car. But this particular build itself, and you can find this through Super Street. Motor Trend just happened to feature and lift one of Super Street's articles. But we found yes. this um, uh, We found this one, and we thought it was pretty cool. We wanted to kind of talk about it. Mike, Good. give us the options list. Come options on, list. All right, all right. So uh, on this build specifically, uh, this was actually this car can actually be found in Thailand. Uh, the owner is the owner of this car also owns a shop called Monster Fixed Garage in in Thailand. Now, what you're seeing here, first thing is the body kits. This is not just a body kit that you can just buy anywhere. Essentially, uh, there is a a body an aero firm they call it in Thailand called Twenty Five to One, and that is the uh, the company that helped. Essentially, develop and build this body kit. Um, what else? There is all, and this, by the way, you're not going to see very many of these cars, much less in this condition. Um, the Pulsar hatch, in general, they only made fifteen thousand units, much less a GTIR. This all-wheel drive tw uh, turbo beast. You know, obviously, much much less than that. Uh, I'm going to go through these pictures here, but yeah, getting into the spec list, we're looking at TE37 wheels. They are 15 by 8s all the way around. They are fitted with some Advan rubber. Up in front, um, brakes in general, uh, Project Mew uh, brakes. Uh, I believe you got six pot in the front, four in the rear, which you don't really see here in the United States. Uh, I think we were talking about that early, yeah, earlier. Yeah, Project Mew. Project Mew, and you don't, yeah. you haven't seen them in, in the last year. It seems like they're finally starting to push out to distributors. Yep. Um, Josh Martin, who's been on the show um, previously, and he's a good friend of us from friend of ours from JDM Garage, uh, JDM Legends. Sorry, mm -hmm. um, he he was talking about how it's a pretty it's a pretty well developed um, uh, caliber and braking system, and uh, that they're finally starting to break out and be more readily available here in the states and i've seen his post where he's starting to see a lot of those come through his shop his new shop that he's at right now so yeah kudos but yeah i've i've seen their stuff come through from time to time yeah. i've i've never heard a bad thing about them um, yep. so yeah maybe it's a uh, if anybody has any input on project muse calibers let us know I mean, we're we're starting to raise an eyebrow about them Yep. Moving on with the specs, though, Miles. Uh, we're looking at Teen HR coilovers. We do have a uh, Cusco bolt-in uh, row cage, and if these pictures will load, we have got a beautiful. Look at this. Uh, it's beautifully gutted interior. I mean, look, I mean, obviously, <laughs> that is a term. I really think that is real. I mean, look at this thing. I'm granted, it still has a headliner of all things, though. Look at that. But uh, well, whatever's not covered, there, right? it's. So, yeah, it looks it looks great. I mean, it's. But I mean, that's the thing to, to gut a car like this. A lot of people who've never gutted a car, you pull a car out, like you gut it, and you're just like you're thinking that you're gonna have paint beautifully as outside as it is inside. Guess what? It's just not the nope. the facts. If you still got um, sound deadener, you got 
all the loose change and the boogers and the French fries <laughs> and everything as you start to lift up the carpet. If you've ever had to gut a complete car to turn it into a race car or to get it at this level, guess what? There's a lot of work that goes into it. And you can see all the attention to detail that they've kind of done in this car, which is why me and Mike, we don't just always give a little high five on every single car, but this, yep. there's a lot of attention to detail. I mean, this little bolt-in cage that's in here is it's a bolt-in cage, but it's well done. So they've gone through to all the details to cut the weight, probably mm -hmm. balance it out, and uh, and just make a nice street uh, a street track um, strip vehicle. I mean, yep. that, it, I, this is just what I like to see. It's kind of synonymous with Super Street over the last five years, but yep. it's just something we thought was pretty damn cool to have yep. something that's an SR20 all-wheel drive. I mean, it it's kind of an ass kicker, which is what do they used to call these uh, baby Godzillas? Baby Godzilla. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Now, um, actually, our good friend here, Aman, uh, did have a comment here, which says, of course, the GTR, this car that we're talking about, has a history with uh, Rally, Rallycross. Actually, th this GTIR, essentially, it was built to meet uh, production requirements to compete in World Rallycross. Um, essentially, that, that Baby Godzilla you're talking about is... Of course, deriving from the the R32 Skyline that was being that was that they were competing with, or even the R33 Skyline that they were competing with at the time, uh, these things actually use the same all-wheel drive system, the Atessa all-wheel drive, uh, same as the Skyline that were was used uh, in this hatch. Um, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention too, uh, at least about this 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 gutted shell of a car, is that factory weight on this thing was 2,600 pounds, which is light to begin with. Yeah. Now, much less gutting this thing out. You're you're oh man, you're, I mean you're super light. I mean you're I'd say well, you're repla a couple, replacing a panels pounds. from carbon fibre panels. So to go yep. down to what are we talking? Uh, what's the curb weight on this thing right now? <laughs> The specific number was not given. Uh, now, I think personally, I would think it's probably definitely. Oh God, twenty three hundred. I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say two two fifty, probably for a cut. Maybe three hundred if he went a little crazy. I mean, it looks like there's a lot gone out of that car. Yep. But yeah, kudos to him. Um, I think it's just well executed. Yep. I'm gonna say around three hundred. 300 pounds cut out of that car. 300 Plus, pounds? It's put down. I bet that thing's a beast and it screams. Oh, yeah. It's one of those cars that <laughs> demands your attention as you're driving it. So, yeah, kudos. Now, this engine build you're looking at here, though, of course, it is fitted out with uh, June sleeves, Eagle rods, HKS, GT3540 turbo. You got exhaust uh, manifold from Gretti. Uh, and you got AEM electronics and an HKS FCON system. Now, the factory. SR20. This is SR20 engine, by the way. Uh, the factory SR20 gave out uh, 227 horsepower from the factory. This one you're looking at here is uh, pushing out 500 horsepower, all-wheel drive. Okay. Combine that with that weight, that super low weight. This thing, like you said, it is a beast, yeah. man. It changed out the distributor system on this. You rock in. Uh, different uh, spark uh, those coil packs from AEM. I know those yep. are AEM coil packs. I can just tell they're they rocking are. the spacer on that uh, that intake. I mean, there's a lot going on here if you really know what you're looking at. Yep. So kudos. Yep. Yeah, I think they said cool, man. they yeah. said the engine is worth. I mean, first of all, 400, 500 horsepower coming from a four cylinder engine is amazing to begin with. They said that the engine can take more, but. What they're working on Everybody's right now, until the they're issue, crying in the corner at the uh, yeah. the diner. 
Well, what they're saying right now is that the weak link right now is the all-wheel drive transmission. They need to upgrade that transmission. Uh, it being all-wheel drive, it, you know, first of all, parts aren't as plentiful, uh, much less trying to find upgraded parts. So a lot yeah. of the stuff they're probably doing themselves. But you know what? 500 horsepower in a car, again, like I said, you know, 2,300 pounds, uh, it is freaking amazing. Yeah, I will say that, man. Good find. I mean, both yeah. of us kind of agreed on this one as a feature car. We both loved it. We like the car. We just, we never see them. Maybe one of these days, you and I will be cool enough to actually purchase one of these. Um, let's go to comments. I would love to. Uh, Aman, of course, with his big brain. Check out the big brain on Greg. Always <laughs> has all the data. He is a huge nerd. We got to get him on one of the shows just to be a guest one of these days. That'd be of course, fun. he's talking to the SR20 all-wheel drive. Of course, he knew that already. Rock and mm -hmm. four. 500 horsepower hearse purse so yeah <laughs> so obviously for for aman this is not the first time we're not introducing him to anything new he's he's seen this yeah. before he's, <laughs> he's the I one nerding out with us yeah just so he could take us out of business or just join us justice league like that. He just yeah. needs to. He needs to join the uh, the evil Justice League over here that we got going on. <laughs> so uh, moving on, very cool article again. Um, we got to go through events, Mike, um, just so we can run through. We've got a yes. lot going on. Um, the next event um, is actually a pretty cool event. I think we're going to attend this next event, right? And it's coming. We up are. Oh yeah, of course. We're talking about ZCon happening in Colorado Springs. Miles, we're a week and a half away, actually. A week and two days, yeah, away from uh, driving out. We're gonna be spending a whole what nine or ten days uh, making a few, making a, a quick stop in Albuquerque, and then on our way up to Colorado Springs for a week. We so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Plan on, uh, I plan on taking you to a lot of establishments between <laughs> here in Colorado Springs because I know that country driving through. I know every. Um, Ill-advised establishments, uh, places of ill repute, and yeah. you know, a nice, a nice place you can get a really bad tattoo. Uh, uh, yeah, we can, uh, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do some zip lining. Hmm. We're gonna do. Yeah. We're gonna go up mountains. We're gonna scale buildings. We're gonna do all kinds of crazy stuff. Mike. You don't plan on proposing, do you? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty loaded, man. Wait, I'm not a date here, bro. <laughs> Uh, let's just talk about a couple things. I could do much better. All right. Let's talk about what you I You have a beautiful am. family, man. Don't risk it I'm for me. Alpha. I'm an alpha. I am definitely a, a, I'm a hot seven. All right, Mike. All right. You are like, uh, a bathroom fetus five. All right. Great. Thank it's, you. Uh, a prom fetus five. All right. That's you're you're telling saying. me things I already know. <laughs> moving along let's okay. talk about the that we got coming up jesus christ all right all right all right again yeah, colorado springs happening uh august 16th to the 21st uh for any of those essentially for those who have made plans we definitely will be out there uh feel free to come up and say hey if you if you spot us Miles, i know we plan on making a number of live streams uh throughout the week uh we've bought some equipment actually to hopefully uh help us do that so i'm actually excited uh for those who are watching definitely or listening even look forward to some impromptu live streams uh through True. our facebook channel and i'm going to do my best time permitting to actually load them into our uh podcast networks as well uh so that's going to be a lot of fun a uh, bunch of quick edits what do you call it? like five minute little skits or five minute recaps of, of the day so uh, we'll have some fun with that though uh 
Yeah, uh, so moving we, on. We've talked uh-huh. about Zcon Tour Blue in the face. We if really you don't have. already know about it, you need to attend. Um, and we're not going to go over to too many details, but again, we're two weeks away. If you haven't already registered, you need to zcon.org. Look at all, everything that's out there. Um, we've already talked about it. God, since its inception, we'll be there. That's yeah. a good enough reason for you to attend. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, moving on uh, the next events that actually taking place after ZCon is actually the week after. And this is, who uh, actually was able to uh, join us today? Dotson's around the bend. Uh, you tell us what, what was his name again? What? what uh, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, that was a, a five-ton bend or bend or B E N D O R. And yeah. again, they just kind of came on to talk about uh, Dotson's around the bend again, August twenty-seventh to August twenty-ninth. Cool. You can check them out at Around the Bend um, on their Facebook page. We'll have there their information go. at the end of this. So yeah, uh, we've got that coming up. And then Mike, we've got uh, I think is Nats coming right around the corner. Yes. So after that's happening, October 8th and 9th, uh, not long the East East Coast, if you're in the Atlanta area, uh, Northwest Georgia area, we're talking about Z Nationals, uh, znationals.com for more information, though. But this is a two day event. It's hosted by our friends at Z1 Motorsports. I think at this point, if you have if you've owned any generation of Z from 1990 to current uh, or or Q for that matter, or even Titans nowadays. If you're a, a truck owner, you've probably heard of Z1 Motorsports. They've got a brand new facility. I'm sorry, uh, remodels a huge addition or expansion uh, to their facility. Uh, this is actually part of the event. They're having a uh, essentially an opening ceremony uh, as part of Z Nationals that weekend. Um, again, two day event. First day is a track day at Road Atlanta. Second day is that open uh, open house uh, opening ceremony at Z1's. Uh, remodeled facility uh if you are interested in the track day we very very much encourage you to book asap at this point track day is the first thing that that gets sold out so if you're remotely interested book it now ask questions later uh z nationals october 8th and 9th all right Um, the next next event that we've got coming out is the 16th annual japanese classic car show um again this will be saturday october 30th at the marina green park long beach california this is a, a traditional southern california um japanese car culture event that's been going on for a number of years obviously for 16 years um me and Mike have talked about this for a long time. Again, yeah. it's probably on our wish list. I've been there. I need to take Mike there. Um, we just need to go. And it's some of the cleanest. It's not a solely Nissan event, but this is a um, usually a configuration between Mitsubishi, Mazda, Toyotas, mm-hmm. and Nissans. Uh, primarily make up the pack there. But again, amazing feature cars, builds, great sponsors that have been in the limelight for a long time. And there's some really great special guests that typically attend like jdm legends um diana cray who um has been on the uh show who was um oh oh my god mary ken and mary Mary from the ken and mary um events and then larry chin um usually attends this event and gives us some documentation from it from speed hunters the legendary photographer so yeah very cool event again that is coming on october 30th probably put it on your list if you are on the west coast you probably want so what's close <laughs> all right of course we got one more for you guys in terms of events this is a touring car show uh, happening six different locations across the country it ranges from northern california chicago austin connecticut southern california 
if any of these dates here uh, are are near you and these and if you can make it uh we're talking about radwood radwood is a car show that specializes or focuses on cars manufactured and sold from 1980 to 1999 so uh that's that's us miles i know we both got z32s uh we've been to I, i've been to one before You're here in austin one. yeah great time uh i still have my shirt somewhere i, I wear pretty regularly <laughs> but essentially yeah, not a, I, yeah yeah i think you and i are going to try to make the there's an austin branch of this that's happening what yeah. october 9th or something october 9th same weekend october as z nationals 9th. we're gonna try yeah yeah i don't i don't know if we're gonna make z nats i mean we're either going one or the other so we'll yeah. either make redwood or making z nats this year yep. depending on what we can make happen so Absolutely. Not only is this a car show, this really is an opportunity. You can see here in the pictures, it really becomes an 80s party or 90s party. Dress up. Uh, you know, I, not only are the cars fun to, to look at uh, throughout the show, you got a lot of guys that really, they go all out. They'll put a bunch of VHSs in the car or, or any other type of trinket that makes you think of 1980s and 1990s a brick of culture. cocaine in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, even the brick phone, you know, or, you know, things like that so it's, yeah, it's a like lot of fun you, see i went nc17 and he took it right back to pg good kudos for you damage control damage control this is what damage control this is why i keep you but again uh, i think mo, mo, uh, mike and myself uh want to commend this event and we both like it just like the uh, jccs these are one of those events that you should definitely attend definitely promote it it keeps a positive car culture going on so yeah absolutely radwood.com by the way guys if you want to look it up they'll tell you which date yep. is happening near you yes well mike i mean we've done a lot what are we looking like on time <laughs> you know we, we we really started this uh this this episode uh, just right out of the gate, boom, 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 hit, hit, hit it hard and fast. Now we're getting to a point where we're we're at hour twenty right now, so we're pretty much back on schedule. And with, we added with all more our others. We added yeah. more stuff and we threw extra stuff on top of that. We gave you a little bit of nitro boosts, and here yeah. we are, boom, coming at you with a with even more, packing it in even tighter, more condensed. Yep. But uh, I thought we did a pretty good episode this night. I'm not going to pat myself on the back. But anyway, we want to talk about the community a little bit. Make yes. sure to like, share, and subscribe yes. to everything that we're doing here at Nissan Nerd Podcast. We take donations. We take uh, <laughs> personal affection. But we'll take anything <laughs> that we can get. We hope to see you guys when we're out and about. If you make it to Zcon this year, come up to us. Give us a little hug. Give Mike a kiss on the cheek. Like some kind of thing. So um, you can check us out. Contact us at info at NissanNerd.com. Let us know yeah. about events that are happening in your area. Again, no event too small, just like around the bend. They are a small event, but they've been doing it for seven years. If you've got an event in your neighborhood and your area and you want to talk about it, let us know. If you're a new club starting off, let us know. We don't have a problem promoting it. We don't have a pro problem talking about it. So again, support us. We will support you out there, everybody. Yes, 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 man. Uh, that's it. That seems to do it there again. Yeah. Like you said, uh, our Facebook page seems to be uh, the most of our traffic currently. We are working to grow our Instagram and uh, not so much the Twitter. It is there, by the way, but. Uh, our I Facebook think... post is, is much more better than our MySpace page. Yeah. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, online, we do have a YouTube channel. So, uh, 
of course, you're seeing these videos uh, are always posted uh, on, a t- on, our, on our Facebook timeline. However, if you just want to go through our entire catalog at your leisure, uh, it, all the videos are in one spot. Go to our YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe there as well. Uh, again, contact us however you can. Uh, we do have an email info, like you said, Miles, info at nissannerd.com. Uh, Good job, let us Mike. know what's going on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to tell everybody out there, uh, thank you again for attending. I want to thank everybody that came on with us here live tonight. Thank you. Always, always a pleasure. Uh Uh, Legendary Nissan nerd out there. I'm going to give him a little. I'm going to give uh, kudos to Sean Buck and all my other boys and gals that showed up tonight to give us some love. The sex robot boys. The sex robot boys for coming on and having a good time with us tonight. I want to tell everybody out there, if you're putting us on your garage like you should be doing, get in your garage. Make something cool. Do something cool. All right, Miles. What do you got left in front of you, by the way, here? Let's let's say kanpai. Uh, Let's wrap this one out. Woo! Ah. Kanpai! And that is it. Go home. Do something. Let's get this. My name is Jeff. So, I don't know. Oh, sh- <laughs> are you still on with this? Surprise! <laughs> He's on mute. You got him on, oh, the you're on mute. Oh, hold on, hold on. Can you hear Free us? Free him. Can you oh, hear hey, us? Man. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, I figured I'd stick around and watch the show. Thanks, man. Oh, my God. So, all right. This is your first experience with us. Uh, don't give me feedback because I'm a professional, uh, but give Mike feedback. <laughs> he needs it. So, <laughs> No, that was a good time. Um, so give you a little backstory. Uh, my buddy and I, Patrick Smith down there at High Impact Motorsports, uh, we do live videos on our personal Facebook feeds. And at one point for a while there, we were going back and forth and we took the Dotsoning done right. And we were kind of trying to elevate that a little bit and turn it into a thing. Uh, and we'd go on live together and do Dotsoning Done Right live on Facebook. Uh, we did, oh, probably 20 episodes of that. Cool. And uh, just kind of having fun, ex- sharing our experiences of, like, what is Dotsoning Done Right, you know? what yeah. What are these types of adventures that come about from – a car breaking down on the side of the road and having five different friends with you and scrapping together some parts and making it to the destination without a tow truck. Like that, <laughs> that's, that's not done right for us. Um, so yeah, no, I just, I really enjoyed it. That was, it was nice to see other people doing this and uh, yeah. I wish I'd have known about you guys sooner. That's, that's awesome, right, man. man. We're we're slowly. Kind of, it's a weird thing. It's like that's the that's the beautiful thing about like the podcast. It's it's definitely a really niche thing. So like you either have people that you're you're gonna get that are fanatics like the rest of us, and mm-hmm. once you once they're once they're in with us, I mean they're they're community. It's family. I mean yeah. if you've ever gone to a, a really good event, you're like you know it wasn't a big event but i'll tell you what you felt like you can there's a difference between you going to an event and some guys like that's a pretty cool dotson 
uh, what is that, a 510? But there's a difference yeah. between you going to a, up to a couple guys like them. was like, dude, that's a 510. Oh, you got the two-door? Damn, like a versus the four. Oh, my God. What are you putting yeah. in the engine? Oh, wow, you kept it all stock. All right, cool. Oh, you got yeah. the original seats. Oh, that, man. Fuck. Yeah. You know, and what that's the, the nerd yeah. What head out. code do you have? What What's the code what? on the head? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big one for the L20s and stuff. Yeah. This is a stock color. Is that the original color? Is it, is it a peanut head or is it a, yeah. Yes, it, it's a peanut oh head. God, it's ported. It's polished. I've got a. It's really cool, highly... but you don't have that. But yeah. your 10 millimeters that run along your fender liner, that's not the original 10 millimeter. You're just like, right. dude. I'm telling we nerd out, but that's the whole point. It's like nobody else understands our addiction like other people. That are <laughs> this guy gets it, man. Yeah. No, it's kind of <laughs> oh, cool, I, man. I do. Yeah. It's so cool, man. We hope, we, we hope you put a little in your uh, – uh, we refilled your shotgun for the for the upcoming years. We, we, we brought up your jubilation <laughs> for keeping that event going alive because we understand – me and Mike, um, we started – Pretty much for the most part, we started Nismo Fiesta and we did that for 10 years and we were just like, we wanted to grow organically. So we came out with this event. And uh, so when we see folks like yourself that have been doing it for seven years with little to no love and just you did it by by all grit. Kudos, man. Very good. Well, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Staying on with this, and we'll definitely uh, promote the event. And I, I, it's a serious thing, man. But we'll try to make it out for next year, and we'll just uh, cool. Uh, we'll try to drive up or fly on it. Mike's got a six twenty. I got a six twenty. We're six. There you go. That would be fun, man. A six twenty cruise out to uh, West Coast, Oregon, dude. If we can make it all the way out there, yeah, great. So we gotta just, we gotta that's, climb that, up. The... That's the adventure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Carb jets, bring right? some carb jets and a yeah, mixture. Bring carb and... jets. Bring an extra tranny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you ever want to yeah. uh, include a little dots and nerd set? Feel free to hit me up. I'd love to come back oh, on the show will, sometime. Man. We might have you jump on. So cool, man. Well, damn it, we'll nerd out. We'll bring on you. We got lots of people like Amon and and other guys that are just like amazing, amazing like wealths of knowledge. And I, you know, it goes above nerddom. They're just they're just amazing individuals that are on the planet that are just at that level, like above us, like yourself. I mean, kudos, man. So excellent, great, great event. Like I said, thanks again for supporting us. Thanks for getting for letting us talk about your event. Appreciate that. All right, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. We'll see you guys next time. We'll see you around. Good time, guys. We'll see you too, guys. Later around next week. uh, Nissan Nerd Podcast. Give us about two weeks. We'll be there. We'll be live. We'll be live. Live. That's right. ZCon. You'll see us next live at ZCon. Road trip. Road trip. Road trip. Road trip. Road trip. Road trip. (laughs)